This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I have the tube sound back. I think that means we got him. Hey, Carter, can you, can you hear me now? Yeah, can you hear me? Awesome. I got you, dude. We're working, baby. We got to figure it out. Um, all right. Hey, so first off, how, hey, you got into Vegas. How, how's Vegas so far? Vegas is awesome. I've actually already made a couple of trips over to Allegiant Stadium just to kind of check it out. Um, and man, that, that venue is incredible. It, it really is, uh, on par with SoFi stadium where we were last year. Um, we've been very lucky to, to travel to a couple of uh, pretty incredible venues, uh, the last two years for bowl season. Uh, but Vegas as, as a whole, obviously, you know, no shortage of things to do for, uh, both fan bases and, and both of the teams have been out in the community and, um, you know, hanging out on the strip as well. So, um, all in all. I, I think one of the better destinations for a bowl game out there. Yeah, I, I've maintained that. Like if, for all Pac-12 teams, if I'm a fan traveling to a game, San Antonio's cool, Riverwalk, like you know that's all right. San Diego's got great weather, so you got that going for you. I'd rather go to Vegas than any of those other markets. So I'm, I'm happy the Beaver fan got a fun town to go to. Uh, I mean, let's just get to the game. So I I want to get to Florida and what they're without here in a moment. But on the Oregon State side of things, I mean, the opportunity to finish with a 10-win season, the third in program history. And you're way closer to this than I am, but I was just mentioning, like, I imagine there's a bad taste from the way that they played in their bowl game and they're trying to avenge that. Like, what are you sensing around Oregon State and their excitement level and, and enthusiasm ahead of this matchup tomorrow morning? Yeah, the motivation, uh, it's it's there, no doubt. And a lot of it does come from losing last year to Utah State and, and doing so, I think, in a pretty disappointing fashion. Um, that loss really stuck with these guys. Um, you know, we've heard from players, uh, veterans in particular, and, and guys – um, like offensive lineman Brandon Kipper, who have mentioned that, you know, coming back this year, uh, that was one of their goals was to get back to a bowl game, to play against a, a high caliber opponent and ultimately, of course, to win it um, and, and to kind of, like you said, avenge that loss from last year. Um, so I know that this is an opportunity that the Beavers have had circled on their calendar um, ever since they lost to Utah State last year in the L.A. Bowl. How shorthanded? I mean, I've seen some of your content this week where you talk to some folks from Florida. Like, how how shorthanded are we are we talking for the Gators? How many guys are they without? Decently shorthanded. Uh, they'll be without about twenty to twenty five guys here, um, but you know, only a couple of them were starters. Mm. Of course, it, it starts at the quarterback position with Anthony Richardson. That's that's obviously a huge loss. Um, their backup quarterback in, in legal trouble as well. So, you know, I think you, you look at a, a third string quarterback making his first career start, um, you know, that's, that's thin there for sure. Um, but at some of the other positions, uh, you know, there's, it, it's really, it's, it's across the board. Um, they have caught a break in a couple of spots with some guys who have opted for the draft, but um, who decided to play um, Gervin Dexter on the defensive line, uh, declared for the draft that will play in this game. And I, I think that's that's key for them because uh, run defense hasn't been a, a strong suit in the slightest. And, and to get your best defensive lineman in this game um, is, is important. But, yeah, I mean, this is uh, – there's no doubt about it. They're shorthanded. Depth will be a, a concern. But, again, you have to remember this is 
This is Florida. This is an SEC team. <laughs> like anytime there's depth concerns, there's still four star guys on this roster. Yeah, they've recruited at a high level. That's for sure. I mean, on the other side of it too, we're talking with Carter Baines, senior writer, editor at uh, Beaver Blitz at Carter Baines on Twitter. We'll give him a follow. Head of the Vegas Bowl tomorrow. I, you know, I've, I've seen a couple of notes of guys not playing for Oregon State, and they've been, you know, made sure to point out at least the ones that I've seen. Like, hey, I'm having surgery, or hey, you know, this is an injury. Now I'm just getting ready to go to the NFL draft. And this is kind of the, the talking point now of all the bowl season is how many guys on your roster are going to play. Are there any other opt-outs, any other key players for Oregon State that are not playing outside of a tight end who you've been out for a long time and a cornerback who's got to have a season-ending surgery? As far as we're aware, that's the extent of it. And, you know, there were a few guys who returned to um, th- that final regular season game after missing some time with injuries. Um, and so, you know, by all accounts, those guys are going to be good to go as well. Um, there are always, you know, game day surprises with this team. Um, it, it's not the most transparent when it comes to injuries, so I'm sure uh, there will be a surprise or two on game day. But as far as we're aware, um, there are no mystery opt-outs. There are no guys who are, uh, you know, surprisingly not with the team in Vegas or anything. Um, and, and really, I think that's that's a testament, again, to, to the culture that mm-hmm. Jonathan Smith has built in this program where – you know, I, I would not be shocked to see a couple of guys hit the portal or declare for the draft after the game, um, but I think these guys just genuinely want to spend more time together, um, and that's not something that you see very often in college football anymore. No, not at all, man. That is that is not the norm around the sport, that's for sure. I mean, w- when you look at what this win would mean for them, getting to 10 wins and finishing off an incredible season for Smith, third time in program history, how, how, does, how does that springboard them into the offseason? Like, are you hearing anything on the transfer quarterback stuff? I know that has been talked about ad nauseum from fans and media members. And, you know, are they going to go land that guy? They didn't get JT Daniels last year. Are they a quarterback away from winning the conference? Like, just how do you see the game tomorrow kind of springboarding them? And what are you hearing, if anything, about how that's gone so far as they're trying to kind of balance? This is a weird schedule for them where you got signing day coming up, transfer portal going on, and, oh, hey, by the way, you got to get your team ready to go play an SEC team in a bowl game. Yeah, I think a win would generate all sorts of momentum going into the offseason. You know, getting that 10th win for the third time ever, beating an SEC opponent for the first time ever, um, and and playing a team from Florida for the first time ever. You know, this is it it is very rare that Oregon State plays a team from the East Coast and particularly the SEC. Um, And I think it's an important opportunity to get Oregon State on TVs in those recruiting hotbeds that they've been trying to scour a little bit. Uh, recently, and and it's even more important in the transfer portal era to have that national presence. Um, so, you know, winning 10 games, finishing in the top 15 nationally, um, these are all things that boost Oregon State's credibility, and that goes a long way in the transfer portal, uh, transfer portal market, and, and particularly with a quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think quarterbacks look at rankings. You know, they they're looking at teams who are doing well and saying all right, is this a spot I can go and win games? Is this a spot that um, is, is well-suited for me to get to the NFL? And I think Oregon State is becoming that. So um, I, I, I do think Oregon State is a much more attractive option uh, for a transfer than it was even a year ago. Um, and, you know, we'll, we'll see what plays out there as, as far as the quarterback position goes. I, I know that that is uh, a, a target for Oregon State. I know this team is is looking for help at 
at key positions, and, and that does include the quarterback position. Yeah, I've seen some folks say that this is probably the best transfer location for any quarterback out there on the market. Good defense, good head coach, you know, a, a good college town where, you know, you're going to be under the radar and not have these big lights around you, no no major pressure. You just go in and play football for a good team and a good defense in a new stadium. Like, what more could you ask for uh, in the transfer portal? Carter Baines is his name. He's a senior writer and editor of Beaver Blitz, at Carter Baines on Twitter. Go give him a follow. Oregon State taking on Florida in the Vegas Bowl, and he was kind enough to wake up after being in Las Vegas early in the morning to come on our show. So we really appreciate it. Carter, thanks for the time, man. Uh, enjoy the the uh, game tomorrow and uh, have a little fun in Vegas while you're there. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Always appreciate it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.